and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 38, titled Praying in the Spirit. Some teach that praying in the Spirit is synonymous with praying in tongues, but as tongues is a gift of the Spirit, according to 1 Corinthians 12, verses 8 to 11, and not a fruit of the Spirit, as recorded in Galatians 5, verses 22 to 23. Not every Christian can speak in tongues, yet in Ephesians 6, verse 18, Paul instructs Christians to pray in the Spirit on all occasions. So by this, we know that praying in the Spirit is distinct from praying in tongues. According to John Gill's commentary on praying in the Spirit, prayer is performed in the Spirit, with the heart, soul, and spirit engaged in it. It is put up with the true heart and a right spirit and without hypocrisy in a spiritual way, and with fervency, and under the influence, and by the assistance of the Spirit of God. There is such a thing as praying in the Holy Spirit. So, how do we do this? It's clearly taught in the Word of God. In Jude, verse 20 through 21, we read, But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in the most holy faith, and praying in the Holy Spirit, Keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. And in Ephesians 6 verse 18, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That's not all. These two verses are commands. God expects every Christian on earth to pray in this way. Do I? Do you? Do we see evidence of this sort of prayer in our church prayer meetings? We need to answer these questions because our verses make clear that such prayer is linked both to our own spiritual growth and to our success in spiritual warfare. Sometimes we have so much to say to God that we pour out our heart without kneeling at the cross. We talk and talk without a tear on our cheek and without sight of our crucified Savior sitting at God's right hand. This is not praying in the Spirit, because it is the Spirit's constant ministry to convict us of our sin, to draw attention to the Savior, and to glorify Him. John 16, verses 8 through 14. You may remember us recently studying this in greater detail. Sometimes we spend time in prayer, but the great themes of the Lord's model prayer are mostly or entirely absent from what we have to say. This is not praying in the Spirit because the word that he has inspired tells us what themes our Savior expects us to cover, which are reflected in the Lord's model prayer of Matthew 6, verses 9-13. through 13. Yes, the whole Word of God is of use in directing our prayers. By instruction and example, it shows us how to pray for vast array of subjects. But the themes contained in the Lord's model prayer will obviously and always have special prominence. Sometimes we find ourselves simply saying our prayers, but our hearts are not in it. We are cool and listless. We have no fervor. We have no faith. We have no energy. We know that there is no chance of us praying with persistence. 
This is not praying in the Spirit because the Word constantly shows us that when people really pray, their whole soul is in what they are doing. Their emotions are engaged. They lay hold of God's promises and they pray on and on until they receive what they are asking for. So let's have a look at just one passage here in Philippians 1, verses 3 through 11. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and, whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Sometimes when we come to pray, we simply do not know what we should pray for. Nothing comes to mind. Despite our knowledge of what the scriptures teach about prayer, we find ourselves completely at a loss. This is not praying in the spirit. Is that work in our heart? He stirs up agonizing longings, which never find words, but which impel the heart in a Godward direction and which become unspoken prayers in line with the will of God, as revealed in Romans 8, verses 26 to 27. The believer's heart, awestruck, silent, and prayer-filled, becomes conscious of being a holy sanctuary. So it is that by reflecting on what praying in the Spirit is not, we come to discover what it is. It is approaching God as a failure and a sinner and expecting to be received by him on no other basis than that the Son of God loved me and gave himself for me. It is praying in accordance with his holy word, giving prominence to the themes contained in the Lord's model prayer. It is praying from the heart with fervor, faith, and persistence. And it is more than words. There is a consciousness of what is right or wrong. The desires of the heart are being moved in a particular direction. Something is happening deep down inside us, which is too wonderful to fully describe. In the name of God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit is talking to God, the Father. And this intercession is somehow taking place inside us. These things being so, and seeing that if we are commanded to pray in the Spirit, how can we learn to do it? For myself, I have always been helped by the old Puritan adage, pray until you pray. This means that we get into the place of prayer and begin to pray. We don't hurry. We reflect on what the scripture says about prayer and begin to put it into practice. We take our time. We confess our sins and look to Christ. 
We reflect on what it means to have God as our Father in heaven. We express our desire to see him glorified and to see his kingdom spread. We submit ourselves to his will. We commit to him our physical needs. We are open and honest about our failures. We yearn to be sinless. We revel in his kingdom, power, and glory. And somewhere along the line, the spirit of prayer gets hold of us. The Lord comes to meet us. Fervor, faith, and persistence invade our souls. We feel ourselves to be animated, humbled, yet exalted, exhilarated, but exhausted, weak, but very strong, mortal, yet immortal. Our innermost being is engaged. There is the unspoken groanings we've already mentioned, but we also feel ourselves to be moved to pray for specific people, needs, and events. As we continue to pray, we come to have an inward assurance that certain things we are praying for will definitely come to pass. And usually, our time of prayer ends in physical and emotional exhaustion and blissful holy silence. To experience praying this way under the guidance and influence of the Holy Spirit is the birthright of every believer. It is not the privilege of a tiny elite. We may all enjoy seasons where heaven is more real than earth, where Christ is more precious than anything or anyone in the universe, where the scriptures come to life in a way we could never have imagined, where we no longer fear our many enemies, and where we want to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind. The door is not closed to any of us. We have a Heavenly Father who loves to give good things. All he requires is that we should ask and keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking. In his time, we shall surely receive, find, and walk through the door. I'm going to leave you today with encouragement from Luke 11, verses 9 through 13. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? You can pray in the Spirit. Just ask God to show you how.